Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I'm Ramsey personality George Campbell, joined this hour by Dr. John Deloney, and we are taking your calls about life, money, relationships, the pursuit of happiness, you name it, 888-825-5225 is the number to call. And by the way, if you are a longtime listener of the show or you've been listening for a day and you love it, we would so appreciate you subscribing to the show wherever you're listening. Follow, leave a review, and share it with a friend. We want to spread the impact of the show and inspire more people to debt freedom, to relational freedom, you name it. All it takes is a subscribe, a follow, a share, and that's all free to you. All right, let's get to the phones this hour. Uh, Kari joins us in Pensacola, Florida to kick it off. Kari, welcome to the show. Hey there, how are you guys doing today? We're doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. How can we help? So, I listen to you guys' show um, frequently. I stopped listening for a while because I've been um, kind of listening to nothing in the car. But neither here nor that. I am thinking about, like, wanting to buy a home next year. Like, uh, my lease is up in March, and I live in an apartment. It's a three-bedroom apartment. It's pretty nice, but I pay mortgage rates for it but i just don't feel like i'm in the position to buy wine you know with like having the 20k in the bank perfect credit score all that jazz so i just wanted some advice on that and how to like get more money out of what you're doing in life like if you don't want to switch jobs but like you how to like you know grow grow your money and get more out of your money Okay. Well, number one, I just want to squash the fallacy and the myth that that renting is a sin and that you should always be a homeowner and that mortgage, your mortgage could be the same as the rent. And it just doesn't work like that in reality. There's so much other things to think about when it comes to being a homeowner and there's so much more risk and there's so much more that's on you instead of the landlord. And so I want to encourage you that you don't need to go be a homeowner tomorrow if you're not ready. That's, in fact, the worst thing you can do for your financial future. So let's talk about where you're at today and how we can get you to becoming a homeowner sooner. What what are you doing for work right now? I'm a, a vendor full-time, and um, also on the side, I'm a brand ambassador. You're a what on the side? A brand ambassador. A uh, brand ambassador. Okay. And oh, what, a brand. I thought you said <laughs> a, a brain. brain. That's different. Okay. <laughs> brand ambassador. All right. And what is your income? About last year, I made about fifty-five, fifty-seven a year. Okay. But I'm single, so then that's often of my main job. And then I have like four, three, four jobs, and then I do my side job. Wow! So, how many hours are you working a week? I work like seven days a week right now. I work like crazy, but the good thing is with my main job, I can like make my schedule, and I kind of have flexibility. And so I, I, it's all in one. I just you know, do my job and then I'll pick up like gigs and events when I can. And some are high paid, some are low paid. It just depends. And then I work part time at OA and then I do like some other stuff too. And what are you doing all of this for? Cause it sounds like you're really driven. You're working really hard. What are you doing all of this for? What's the end goal? So I can make get salary of $60,000 a year. Okay. Cause my question you know, is, could you work more. 40 hours a week at a full-time job making 60? By the way, the yeah, answer is yes. I mean, that was rhetorical. The answer is yes. Yeah, but I still wouldn't stop doing side jobs. And That's fine. I don't want to ask my employer for more. I mean, I love my job, what I do. I get paid holidays, I get 401k, 
get to make my own schedule, don't have to work weekends. So it's like when I'm done with work, I can pick up a second job, cool. you know, and, you know, so, you know, go work and make money. And hold stuff. on, George, before you hop in there, like, I just want to, I want to just press on that and then I'm gonna let George talk to you about the math here. The way you just described that was incredible because you're trading a, like a, a stress-free job. I can pick, I don't have to work the weekends. I can, uh, don't have to work holidays. I got a 401k. Great. So I'm going to choose to make less money and have a stressful full-time job so that I've got enough room to go hustle and grind on the weekends and in the evening and make more money over here. Thereby, yeah, luckily I don't have to work nights now. I just work weekends. Just, 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 so I am at home at night. <laughs> just weekends. So yeah. let me tell you, if you're going to make $60,000, you're going to make $75,000, you're going to make $100,000. Here's what I'm hearing. As somebody who's hired a whole bunch of people throughout my career, I want someone like you on my team. And depending on the job, I would pay you more than you're making right now. Because I can see that you work really hard and that you're committed and you will get the job done. The only person who doesn't believe in that equation right now is you. And so you're trading what feels like a simple, low-stress day job for the privilege of now working all of your weekends. Instead of saying, okay, I want to go make sixty or 75000 bucks." People who make sixty or $75,000 earn sixty dollars or $75,000. They work hard. They work really hard and they put their time in. And just because they're making sixty-five or seventy-five thousand doesn't mean that. Uh, let me say this: I'd rather work the day before Christmas once a year than every weekend of the year, right? And so you're making a trade, whether you think you are or not. And I want you to hear George and I say we think you're worth more than you're allowing yourself to be paid right now. Okay. Okay, so George, that's not why you called. I just want just want to give you that shout out. Okay, before we run out of time, how much debt do you have? Okay, so my debt, I, it's it's probably like five to ten thousand dollars. It's really low. I'm paying all my college funds and just like some credit cards and stuff. So you got credit and cards and car, student loans. Yeah, and then my car. I just bought a 2017 Infinity last year, and my name and everything, and the engine went out on it. Mm. So I had to like do this whole thing and get a new car and everything. So right now I'm just working on, you know, raising that and getting that great credit score, get my expense account and have No, 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 no. We're, we're chasing the wrong things, Kari. We want to run away from everything culture has told you to do because it got you to where you are today. Okay. You did everything culture okay. told you to do, didn't you? Uh-huh. You worked hard. You got your credit score up. You got the payments you could afford. You got a side hustle. And here we yeah. are today, stressed, feeling like we're not making traction. You're not closer to home ownership than you were yesterday. And so here's what I want you to do. Forget about the credit score because it's only important if you're going to take on more debt. And when it comes to the mortgage, which is the one where you go, well, how am I going to get a house? There's a process called manual underwriting to where if you don't have a credit score, you can do a no score loan through manual underwriting. I did it myself. This is not theory. This is not unicorn mythical stuff. This is stuff you can do if you have a strong down payment. So I want you to get rid of all this debt. Do you have any money in the bank? Um, right now at the end of the month, I only have like a thousand dollars in the bank and that's okay. the thing. I mean, I pay all my bills myself and you know, and 
you know, my, you know, when I'm as being a single mom or I need help, I'll, you know, I'll get financial help. But well, no, we're, we want to give you one next step you can take, and that is Financial Peace University. Watch all nine video lessons. I'll include every dollar with that. Our budgeting tools so that you can start mapping out a plan for every single one of those dollars you're working so hard for, and put it to use by paying off this debt, building up a fully funded emergency fund, and then we can start talking about saving up a down payment and becoming a homeowner. I'm also going to give you paycheck to purpose and Ken Coleman's Get Clear assessment so you can find a new job, one that will pay you what you are worth. That's the full kit and caboodle right there. All four of those things. Hang on the line. Austin's going to pick up and we'll gift you with that to kickstart this new life. the Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Dr. John Deloney, and we are taking your calls at 888-825-5225. All about your life, your money, your relationships, boundaries, mental health, you name it. Dr. John is a specialist in that category. John, what kind of calls are you getting on the Dr. John Deloney Show these days? What's the What are the topics? Is there a theme you're uh, saying? It's everything from parenting to marriage challenges. This time of year, it's always Family boundary family issues. Family boundary issues and how do we do Christmas and how do we do Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. things like that. And then there's just the, my kid's got ADHD or autism and I don't know what to do next. And so it's it just runs the gamut. I love it. Well, it's a great show. You're doing great Thanks. work over there. Really diving deep with callers, long form calls, and people are loving it. So be sure to check that out. If you enjoy the Ramsey Show, you will enjoy the Dr. John Deloney Show. It's all on the Ramsey Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, Caden joins us up next in Columbus, Ohio. Caden, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. What's going on with you? Um, So I was just wondering about some practical next steps that I could take. Um, I'm pretty young. I'm 18 years old. And I've just had like hurdle after hurdle in my financial uh, life, I guess. Um, I Back in September, my car was totaled. And then I'm not really getting paid much at my job. Um, I feel like I could be making more. Don't have any debt. Um, and I just bought a bike as a resale investment and the engine is blown. And so all my money is wrapped up. I'm at, I'm at like square one right now. Like a hundred bucks. What are you making at your current job? Um, 20. Why are you only making 20? Um, that's minimum wage if, so, if that. Um, yeah, so it, it's just a little bit of a complicated situation, but I'm working for a family owned company. It's a small company. We make a bunch of like, um, aftermarket parts for quads, like suspension, a arms. We used to make swing arms. We also make a uh, roll cages, bumpers, trams and stuff like that. Is so this full time? I feel like it could be. It is full time. Are you making any money? Uh, my take home is about six hundred thirty bucks a Dude, week. Dude, you can't live on, on average. That. Yeah, you need to yeah. go find a new job yesterday. I know it's your family, and I know that you're getting. They're telling you you get good experience. And one day this will all be yours, but you're not making enough money, man. What was that? You're not making enough money. You got to go find another job. Mm-hmm. Do you not believe you can make more elsewhere tomorrow? Um. I, I mean, the reason why I'm still with the company, um, it's a family-owned company, but not by my family. Um, and the reason why I'm still with the company is because um, I believe that there would be something better there. And so I was actually working a second job 
uh, with my family, uh, Donato's actually. And, but that was too much because I was doing like hundred hour weeks and stuff like that. But yeah. How old are so, you? 18. What do you want to be doing at 22? At 22, um, I would like to be married. Uh, what do you want to do career wise? Career, career wise, um, TIG welding. So I'm actually, I, I TIG weld on all these parts. Did you go to trade school for that or you just learn on the fly? Uh, I went to trade school. So why not get a welding job full time? Yeah, do you have all, your, license, double, all your licensures and everything? Yeah, I actually graduated top of the class in Marion. So, dude, what are you doing, man? I've got a buddy who's a welder, and he laughs at my paychecks. <laughs> like, he's, he's doing quite well. Are there no welding jobs in your community? Uh, not not immediately around me, no. Have you checked? So Have you I, called I actually, every welder in town and said, hey, I graduated top of the class. I'd love to work for you. Or call your college back mm-hmm. and say, hey, I want to talk to the career services group. Mm-hmm. Caden, yeah. what I'm hearing is a guy uh, who who had who got punched in the face a few times and now doesn't think he's worth anything and is like, well, uh, maybe eventually something will happen. Like you're you're just like a passive person in the story of your life, and I want you to believe that you're a main character and that you have some control. And right now, it feels like you're just waiting for the next big thing to happen. Yeah. So I think you need to take a big step because you lost the wind in your sails, man. And that step is I'm going to go believe in Caden and go find another job that pays me what I'm worth so that I can get ahead financially. Part of the reason you're calling in saying I can't get ahead financially is because you're barely making ends meet, making 600 bucks a month. Oh, uh, well, it is 600 bucks a week, but I mean, it's... 2,400 bucks a month, yeah. And you have yeah. no debt and you're still not feeling like you can have traction. And so you need to find something where you get paid double or triple what you're making now. Uh, so that you can hit your financial goals. I'm sure you want to be a homeowner one day, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to have a big pile of money in the bank, an emergency fund, yep. and you have other goals, things you want to do. I'll also tell you, man, you're not in a position at 18. I know, dude, I I, I have Instagram too. And George, I don't know how TikTok works, but George shows me his the, how, the TikToks. I know there's 18 and 19-year-olds all over it talking about, bro, this is your way to... the. You got, dude, you got to stop buying projects and flips and I'm going to buy this bike. I'm going to flip it for this. Dude, just take the boring route. Take the boring, smart route that has helped millions and millions of people build financial security, man. And just don't overthink it and don't over. Um, But like George mentioned, man, you you want, you're, you're trying to be safe. And I've got this job and it's just cool. And I work with my parents and it's cool. I'm just not getting anywhere. Well, then you got to change something. You got to change something. And money only works two ways. You can make more of it or you can spend less of it. That's about it. In fact, that is it, right? And so if you're not spending more, then you got to earn more. So go go get it, man. Just go get it, go get it, go get it. Yeah. We're cheering you on, man. Thanks for the call. All right. Our blinds.com question of the day is upon us. Their 100% satisfaction guarantee means even if you mismeasure, you pick the wrong color, they'll remake your blinds for free. You get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Make sure to use the promo code Ramsey to get the best deal. All right. Today's question comes from Mike in Delaware. Mike writes, I have extremely loving and gracious parents. Oh boy. My parents are offering to upgrade my roof, but I'm afraid of the strings that may come with it later in my life. Wise Mike. Wise Mike. The reason for my hesitation is my mother's loose tongue. 
Wow. She makes snide comments from time to time, which makes me not want her assistance. I don't need a new roof yet, but recognize I am very fortunate to have parents that are, are in a position to help me. How should I go about this? Should I accept a gift or keep my nobility and save up for next summer when I can pay for a roof on my own? I don't think taking a gift from your parents is has anything to do with nobility. I think that is your way of talking yourself, of giving yourself permission to not be in business with your parents. And when you take money from them, you are in business with your parents. And your mom sounds like she um, pays a fee for permission to speak into your life and you get to no longer do business with her. I would not, George. I wouldn't take this money. I would say, hey, thanks. Nope, I'm grown up. I bought my own house. I am going to save up and pay for my own roof. By the way, I don't even need one right now. You don't have to be ugly about it. You don't have to be rude about it. Um, but you know, you've, you've dealt with this your whole life, Mike, your whole life. You've dealt with this mom helps you out with something. And then she just has to berate you about it, man. At some point. Yeah. I'm growing up. I'm not taking their money anymore. I'm still going to love them. Still going to go to lunch with them on Sundays. That's great. I'm just not taking your money anymore. Yeah. I would listen to that hesitation that you have. That's your gut. That is wisdom. And I think this is just pure resentment down the road one way or the other. If you do take this thing, because you already uh, are, are, you're not, the spirit of this doesn't feel right to you. And I'm going to listen to that and say, you know what? I'm going to get myself in a position where I have the money in the bank to cover the roof. I'm going to say, mom, dad, love you guys. Thank you so much for offering. Uh, but I got this one. And there's something symbolic. <laughs> I mean, maybe fixing the carpet or air conditioner or something. The roof. There's something about the roof because there's just always that line. Well, I'm putting, still putting a roof over your head, and there's just something about They're that. They're literally putting a roof over your head as an adult. That gives me that gives me the indigestions and the gases. Not yeah. quite the hemorrhoids, but that gives me the gas. And I, I just, Mike, pay for it yourself, man. Pay yeah. for it yourself. I don't want the strings attached. I'm no puppet. Yep. All right. Thanks for the question, Mike. It's a good one. A lot, especially with all the boundary issues happening around the holidays. Now's the time to stand your ground and say no and do it lovingly, but do it firmly. More of your calls coming up, 888-825-5225. This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel. Joined this hour by Dr. John Deloney. And on the debt-free stage in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions, Philip and Bethany join us. How are you guys? Good. Great. How Hi. are you? What a beautiful couple. Where are you guys from? Ja- uh, Jasper, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yep. And you're here to do the debt-free scream. How much yes. did you pay off? Uh, right around $174,000. Whoa. Okay. And how long did that take? Uh, it took us about four years and 10 months. Okay, and what was the range of income during that time? Um, starting out, we were right around ninety-five thousand, and then when we ended, uh, we were around one hundred and fifty thousand. Love it. What do you guys do for a living? Uh, I am an automotive technician at a Chevrolet and Cadillac dealership, and, and I work at a local uh, bank to us in the insurance department. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, we're so glad you can make it and celebrate with us. What kind of debt was the 174? <laughs> uh, just about uh, everything. Yes. Yeah, we had some small credit cards, personal loans. Uh, what else? We had a debt on a piece of property that we hope to build a house on someday. We had um, that felt so right to buy at the time. <laughs> it it did. We had it really it. did. There it was, really did. Uh, it was the only one like it. Oh, of course. Yeah, and, <laughs> and this uh, is this is for us in the yeah. future. Yeah. In and the this future. is for future. We never get this opportunity yeah. again. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, they, this opportunity will never come again. <laughs> right. That's exactly what we told no. ourselves. Well no. played. And uh, no. let's see. We owed um, my father-in-law, her dad, sixty-four thousand dollars for a, a so home remodel. So if that remodel. doesn't motivate you, yeah. I don't know what. To yeah. Dude, you owed him money and you were kissing his daughter, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. That makes holidays not yeah. great. What was sixty-four thousand for? Uh, a home remodel. Oh, yeah, a home remodel. And uh, but then we also paid that home off, so we paid our mortgage off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Way yes. to bury the lead there. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Right. Yeah. Hey, I don't know, man. I think there's something. <laughs> I I haven't been on on this. I haven't been on this journey. Mm-hmm. I can imagine the check you wrote to your father-in-law felt better than the one you wrote to your mortgage company. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think you're yes. right. Yeah. Yes. When, when we wrote him the last check, because he he was our he was our largest debt. Okay. Um, other than our mortgage at the time, but he was the largest debt through Baby Step Two. And when we wrote that check, it was pretty emotional. Yeah. And and you don't have to give him credit because he did not harp on us. I mean, we owed him money for for probably well over twelve months. Yeah, over a year. And um, you know, he never brought it up, never made it awkward. We just kept writing the checks for as much as we could every month That's awesome. and wow. got it taken care of. And when we went to pay our mortgage off, we just went to the bank and then we went home and like yeah. I mowed the he grass. He mowed the grass and I made dinner. <laughs> yeah. So it was it like, was like another day. Day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. When you pay yeah. off dad, you're weeping the whole way home yeah. and you're hugging and, it, and then yeah. 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 All right, I'm going to go yes. mow. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now uh, Christmas dinner yeah. is going to be a lot more pleasant. That's right. Yeah. Because you're not in the back of your mind going, I know he's thinking about the money we owe him. <laughs> right. He's looking at my new shirt and he's yes, thinking. Yes, he's like, you oh, owe me money. just go buy a yeah. shirt. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, fortunately, <laughs> yes. neither one of her parents ever brought it up. Wow. <laughs> How long so have you guys been married fortunate. for? Uh, 10 almo- years yeah, almost, almost 10 years. Next year will be 10 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So about yeah. five years into marriage, you guys are going, all right, we collected enough uh, Monopoly debt here. We got to right. clean this up. What happened? Yeah. Um, well, in July of 2016, July of 2016, so we, we, we bought a, a fairly older home, but we lived in it for quite a while. Um, and then July 2016, we started with some remodel plans. And if you could imagine how... <laughs> Remodeling an old home goes. There was a lot of unforeseen costs involved. I told her that you know if when my father-in-law, who was doing all the work on it, if I had a dollar for every time he said, "Well, I didn't plan on this," we would have had that job paid oh, for. Okay. Oh, there, you there was the money, of, and he was the general yeah. contractor. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, her, her, yeah. Her dad owns a uh, uh, construction company, so he did all the work yeah. for him, which is why we owed him all the money. Excellent. <laughs> Wow. So, you know, we were kind of going through and we had some small debts, like I said, credit card, personal loans, but they were all manageable. They weren't really a problem. And as we were going through that remodel, we didn't really have any money. So we just decided we were going to refinance our house, whatever that meant. That was somehow going to pay for all this this work that we were doing. So we didn't really understand that at all. Uh, And then... And probably around October of yeah, 2016, October. he handed us a bill for $46,000, and we had about $5,000 in our bank account. 
So we knew uh, something was going to have to change. And then I guess a blessing is in January, our church was hosting Financial Peace University. And so we signed up and... The rest is history. The rest is history. Yes. And you guys had enough fire in your belly going, this was scary. Let's not have this happen again. When he handed you that bill, did he know you didn't have $46,000? I think he had a good idea we didn't have $46,000, but you know... (laughs) You, you probably hope we had more than five. So that <laughs> somewhere in between. There. But yeah. I mean, in, in y'all's defense, like I've had work, I've had general contractors out at my house this year. Mm-hmm. We talked through what the final bill. Oh will yeah, be. Mm-hmm. we did an awful job of that. Oh, it's just like <laughs> I got you guys. I got yeah. you. Yeah. We somehow thought five thousand dollars that we had was gonna like yeah. cover <laughs> all of it. That'll cover it. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. No. Oh my goodness. No. So what was the hardest part on this journey? Because five, about five years, that's a long time to be just powering yeah, through this thing. I think the hardest thing was just like, by the end of it, I was like ready to just like pay the house off. And I was like, this is taking so long. Like, I just want it gone. I just want it done. So I think just like, but I'm a very impatient person anyway. <laughs> so I think that was the hardest part. I mean, because both of us, I think we're very like head down this is what we're doing, you know, like, this is the plan, we're sticking to the plan. It was just like, writing out that waiting period of... Mm. And it's another thing to add in the mortgage to yes. your, to the debt yeah. journey, too, and go, you know, let's just keep going. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I think yeah. the hardest part for me was the part-time jobs. Yeah, uh, that we too. We hated that part-time too. jobs. That what was too. the worst one that you're like, I will never go near this one again? Uh, we really did the same thing. We had a yeah. we had a part-time job cleaning offices after hours. Which like that wasn't the bad part. It was just like such long days. Could we would because we would go there right after uh, our normal job. Exhausted. Yeah, yeah, and we would be at this part-time job until nine o'clock, and then get home, and you know have to do all your normal like evening things, and so and then get up and just do it again. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Groundhog so, Day. It was just, it, exactly. It, it's not what so, we wanted to do with our time. Yeah. yeah. But because we were in debt, we, we did this we, to ourselves. We didn't get to say what we did with our time. <laughs> yep. We had to go to work. Oh, yep. So, so what, what's yep. it like when the checks deposit now, and you don't owe anybody anything? <laughs> um. Is uh. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of crazy. It's we really are just like, okay. Well, what do we do now? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's, I mean, it's a really. I mean, it's a good feeling. Like, just to be like, we literally owe nobody any money. Like, yep, no one at all. No, no. <laughs> I wish no. y'all could. I want y'all to go back and watch us on YouTube because you're smiling for so big. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Big, yes. So yeah. what do you yeah. tell people the key to getting out of debt is? Because you guys did this stuff. I know there's another couple out there who's like, should we, shouldn't we? What is the key to actually getting this done? I think just like you have to remember the feeling of like, like for me, whenever we my, we got this bill of that we couldn't pay, I was like literally so scared and so afraid. Like, And I feel like you have to go back to that feeling of, like I didn't like that feeling at all and you know I'm never like I don't ever want to feel like that again so and then um yeah I think just being scared and like how are we literally going to pay this you know like you have to be tired of being sick and tired yeah Mm -hmm. and you know at the time at the start we were making fairly decent money but somehow we were $86,000 in consumer debt and and with an $88,000 mortgage at the same time and um 
So it definitely takes a it takes a budget and yeah. it takes a lot of hard work. It takes work. a budget and it, I mean it's not fun at all times. And now you're free. Yes. We're free. But now we yeah. are free. Yes. Yeah. So well, we're celebrating you yes. guys uh, with the live and give box. You'll go home with that Thank today. You. It includes Thank a year you. of financial peace Thank university. You. you can pass that on or go back through it to stay motivated. A copy of the total money makeover and Dave's newest book, Baby Steps Millionaires. That's your All next right. chapter. So, so proud of you guys. So glad you could come you. celebrate with us. You ready to do this thing? Yes. Well, yes. Yes. All right. It's Philip and Bethany from Jasper, Indiana. $174,000 paid off. House and everything. Yes. Being weird, living like no <laughs> one right. else. Mm-hmm. In four years and 10 months, making 95 all the way up to 150 with those side hustles, crushing it. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt free. Your weekends and evenings are once again yours. Congratulations. Job well done. That is how it's done, and it's available for all of you listening out there. You can do this stuff. You got to be willing to make the right sacrifices. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Dr. John Deloney. And it's crazy to say it out loud, but we're just a few weeks away from 2023. It's a brand new year, and I can't think of a better way to start it than investing in your relationships and making some new friends while you're at it. And uh, Dr. John specializes in friendship. It's uh, it's on his resume there. Dude, I'm, I'm actually just had a conversation with my wife the other night. It's like, man, after being on the road, I'll, I'll, I'll fall... I, I'm pretty lonely guy right now. And she said, don't you talk about that a lot? And I was like, yeah, I need to be really intentional about friendships in the upcoming year. Well, it's a great time to ask you, do you want to hang out tonight? I got, I got other oh, stuff. Yeah, I, I, figured, I figured you had a plan. It's yeah, no big deal. We'll find another time. Uh, th- th- yeah, it's all good. But really, it, it's hard to make friends as an adult, but it's not impossible. It starts with a simple conversation, in, inviting your friends uh, over, go out to your favorite restaurant, or pick up the uh, one of the questions for humans decks, which are just going bananas right now when you've got different uh, decks for friends, girls' night, guys' night, dating, workplace, Christmas, you name it. And there's uh, second editions on some of these decks. Yeah, um, we're notified by by the by the printer. They're out of paper. They just sold so many. They're like, they, they can't it's do been this anymore. Bananas. It's like nothing anyone could have they imagined. They must be exhausted at that warehouse just making these things. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Well, yeah, it's, it's fun. fun. Uh, each deck, you know, every card's got a different kind of prompt, a question on it, and they're fun. They're going to spark some great stories, some great laughs, some deep conversation. Hey, here's the here's the friend's second edition. Uh, here we go. Uh oh. Um, yes. This is assuming we're friends. When this is us trying friendship out. When did you realize your parents had no idea what they were doing? Oh gosh, they're probably listening to this show right now, so All this right. scares me. Let's. Try, oh wow, so you're still under their wing. I see that. Yeah, okay. well, mom's mom's a big fan. Uh, <laughs> All right, what's one song or album that makes you super nostalgic? Oh, probably Coldplay's first album. Okay. With yellow on it. Why? 
Uh, I think because it was like, you know that time when, when music was actually special? Mm-hmm. You had to like download it illegally from LimeWire and you had to upload it to your iTunes and then put it on the iPod and then you would just listen to it in your room. That's that's that album for me. I thought that album would be the one that you saw on MTV and you thought, oh, I could get my pants to be way tighter than so they are. So much tighter. And uh, What was it for yeah. you? It would have to be the I Remember You, the song off the Skid Row album. It was the... Um, it's got one of the greatest guitar solos of all time and Sebastian Bach sing. It, it, I just used to put it on repeat and I would just listen to it and think if I could ever get someone to love me this much this much and I've been to married 20 years and it's I'm still not, not there. there yet no not there yet but man that song I remember you on the Skid Row record oh my gosh Youth Gone Wild uh, yeah that's I was strong. all about that record that's strong well, uh, there's there's many more cards. I mean, we could just take the whole show and do this, but America needs needs help, John. So if you want to <laughs> check these out, uh, connection doesn't have to be awkward. Our friend Dr. John makes it easy with these decks. They're great conversation starters, and you can pick one up at RamseySolutions.com until they can't print anymore because they've apparently run out of card paper. That's right. There you go. And while you're there, we we mentioned this in the debt-free screen. We've got this new Live and Give box. And today only, we've marked it down to $79.99. And uh, part of the reason is it's one of the last days you can get it before in time for Christmas. So go check that out at RamseySolutions.com slash box. It includes Financial Peace University, Total Money Makeover, and Dave's new book, Baby Steps Millionaires, all for just 80 bucks. That's a killer deal. All right, let's go to the phones. It's a free call at 888-825-5225. Erica is hanging out in Indianapolis. Erica, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Well, I was calling to hopefully get some advice about if there's any ideas on how to go from um, a double income, Our fam- my husband and I, and I had to resign from my medical career about the end of 2020 um, due to a chronic illness in which they've um, finally diagnosed with Lyme disease. Oh, man. So, so sorry. That's the worst. It's a very hard thing. I don't know if in Indiana, I know it's a hard thing to get diagnosed with, but um, not a lot of doctors in the Midwest are familiar it's just very frustrating for me, and I feel so bad for my husband and my family for having to just, you know, work with me through that. So I was hoping, hoping to lighten his load because he's had to take on all financial responsibility and be my caretaker. So hmm. I just wanted to run some things by you and see if you had any thoughts or ideas. Go for it. Okay. So basically... My husband's at a salary job. He's international logistics, and he's about 70000 per year salary. And I was at about 40000 when I worked my whole life, but now that's gone. Well, right before I got ill and had to resign, I ended up getting my first financed, what I call a big girl car payment because I always bought my own cars outright and never had a car payment. So it couldn't have come really at a worse time for me to, you know, buy a car, but I am paying $450 a month. And that is really, really hurting us. The 450 a month. And can I you still drive? Yes, I can still drive. And we're actually down to one car right now. So, Okay. Car is important. What's your total debt? How much? How much do you owe? 
on the car? No, totally. Or just in general? What other debt do you have? Uh, my, um, uh, I have the car for seventeen. My husband has some credit cards. Nope. Listen, hey, no listen, more hey, than listen, listen, 10. listen, listen. You've already started talking this way throughout this call. So, you and your husband are together. Y'all are one. Right. He said for sickness and okay, health. So seventeen plus ten. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So there's not his yeah. debt and your debt. There's not. Now I'm a burden because he's got to take care of me. He gets the supreme honor of loving you in a time of need. Okay? Well, that's a nice way of putting it. Thank you're you're you. not that a burden. It's what better. he signed up for this exact moment. Does is it fun? No. What does he wish you're out running around and twirling circles in the yard or whatever? Yes. Is that reality right now? No. So don't rob from right. him. Hit what he committed to do and walk around with this just shame all the time. Okay. You are lucky to have somebody in your life who said, I'm all in on you. You Y'all share these debts. And so together, y'all owe $27,000? Yes. No other debt? That's it? No, that's it. What is the car worth? If you you sold it today, let's say in the private marketplace, what could you get for it? Um, I am unsure of that because I've not looked into that. It's a 2018 Kia Optima. Okay, that's um, your next homework assignment. Because if you can sell this thing and get a cheap car that gets you around from A to B, well, that clears that 17 right there. Um, Hopefully, you have enough cash to pay for the next one if you can make a little profit off it. How much do you guys have in the bank? Do you have any savings? No. Zero dollars. exhausted all everything. Correct. Okay, let's get a thousand bucks in the bank as quickly as possible, and that might mean your husband needs to take a side hustle for a short season so that we can clean up this mess. But that will then get you down to just the credit cards. Ten K, he's making seventy. We clear up the credit card debt. Well then we could breathe a little bit, right? Even on one income. We could pay all of our bills. Correct. And so that would be my next goal. Because we know um, what's hurting so so much is the rent and the car payment together. That's right. Um, and here's the deal. Your good. life is different now. And what I, I this happens all the time. A major life incident happens. Somebody passes away. Somebody gets sick. There's a, a job loss. And people want to continue with their life as it is and just try to incorporate this new this this major life shift into their existing life. You have to own reality. Your life is different. So maybe you got to move. You got to downsize. Maybe you got to move to a different town. Maybe you got to move to a completely different state and community where you can afford the rent and make a little bit more money. You'll have to start there with real real numbers and face reality head on. Yeah, the sooner you can become debt free with a pile of money in the bank, the sooner you have financial peace, and then we can learn to live in this new reality with one income. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to my co-host, Dr. John Deloney, all the guys in the booth keeping the show alive, and you, America. We would not do the show without our amazing listeners. We'll be back with you before you know it. Hey, it's John Deloney, co-host of The Ramsey Show. Did you know over 18 million people listen to The Ramsey Show every week? A lot of those people listen on one of our 600-plus radio stations across the country. To find a station near you, go to RamseySolutions.com slash show. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.